I'm your host, Iza Rafiq, and today I sat down with indie pop duo Joan from Little Rock, Arkansas to talk about their new alternate EP, Partly Cloudy, bringing elements of 80s and 90s hits to modern songs and creating a sound that infuses the DNA of the band in every song. I guess you can hear me. Yes, I can hear you. Steven is coming. He's a. Hello. Hi, how are you? Hi, good. How's it feel outside, bud? Pretty good. It looks really nice. Thanks. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, it's been raining all week. Yeah. I don't know why I acted like we don't live in the same city and I know how it feels outside right now. So. It's like really cloudy here, so it's like good to see that it's like sunny somewhere. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Oh my gosh. Where where are you? I'm in Dallas in mm. Texas. Cool. Oh, nice. Next to you in Little Rock. Yeah. That's awesome. How is it there? It's good. It's um it's not too crazy with COVID. I mean, we definitely have like not great numbers, but like I'm sure like it is in Dallas, like mm-hmm. it's still like very open. <laughs> for a lot of a lot of stuff but um yeah the weather's nice staying busy everything's good how about you it's good here too it's like the same things are starting to open up but there's still like hesitancy along Mm -hmm. among some people you know about going out and stuff yeah Mm -hmm. hoping the vaccines turn everything around we'll see yeah i'm hoping how was like, like for you guys the creative process like for music and stuff how was that different due to covid I mean, we're probably writing more than we ever have, which makes sense, I guess, because we're home. But um, yeah, it's just, it's weird to not tour. Like, we're definitely a band who loves touring and sees like such the value in it and um, and like have built built our career on, largely on touring. And so it's weird to like release, like when we released Cloudy and then Partly Cloudy with no like touring, it was kind of strange. Mm-hmm. But also kind of cool because um, this year, other than not being able to tour, we've been like very busy. Like we treat this like a day job. So every day we're writing, you know, nine to five and um, or 10, 10 to five, depending on when I wake up. Uh, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's been, I don't know. It, I, it hasn't really stifled us other than touring it to me. Right, Steven? I mean, you may have a different view on it. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Cause like when we tour, 
we don't have like a big team or anything to tour with us so we're kind of all hands on deck so when we're on the road we're not able we're, we're not really able to ride at all um so it's interesting because like the creativity has been uh i mean i think we've been more productive as far as like writing songs than we ever have been just because we haven't toured but it also sucks because we can't tour <laughs> so yeah but yeah it's 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 been cool because like we released we released that partly cloudy ep which was just you know alternate versions of cloudy and we made that because we weren't able to tour and we like wrote you know cloudy with a live show in mind and uh yeah making partly cloudy was like something we would have never done but it's some of the best like my favorite stuff that we've ever made so it's it's yeah. kind of cool you know cool things are coming out of it still which is fun and I love partly cloudy I think it's so cool that you guys reimagined like cloudy and like matched it to a season I think that was like really cool to see how you. you guys did that um Thanks. how was like incorporating a season to a song like was that was there a process behind that or like did you guys always know that like after you dropped cloudy you wanted to do something like that was interesting is i mean we no. whenever we wrote cloudy we we did not expect mm -hmm. to like write an alternate ep um it was kind of something where we just were like we we thought about maybe doing like acoustic versions of it but once we like started digging in we basically ended up with an ep that was just uh, six songs of alternate versions of it which was cool but no it was like after we wrote it and we were like listening through the 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 EP and it just like kind of fell into place where it was like, man, this is, this feels like different seasons of like the year and, and kind of like fits with the whole, I mean, which was kind of the idea with cloudy is like, I mean, we, we wrote it in the fall and we recorded it in the winter and like, you know, all it kind of had a seasonal feel to it anyway. Um, and so like whenever we wrote partly cloudy, it just kind of, fell into our laps and, and made sense even more in, in yeah, that it, way so it literally stretched like the writing through the recording we started well we had written some like the summer of 19 and then um or wait yeah no what year is it yeah <laughs> summer of 19 <laughs> wow coronavirus summer like, completely <laughs> yeah i totally my, get that <laughs> my, my time scale is like non-existent um yeah so uh Fall, summer fall of 19 then went into recording it the next year and then like it literally like was a year process of like writing so I mean we literally probably hit every single season yeah I, I didn't even really thought about that so yeah so like I really love the whole like vibe to all of your songs honestly I've been listening since like 2019 and so I saw Thank that you. that's some, awesome it's it's so good um and I feel like you guys always have like a mood a specific sound to like each mood to listen to um, so I was thinking like a lot of your music has a lot of 80s and 90s elements to it and it also has a signature tone that like makes it distinguishable to you guys so do you think that like having that distinguished sound um, is like important in your factor of like creating music and is there like a specific sound that you guys want to try making like a genre you haven't tried so that's a good question thank you for saying that that's really sweet about it being unique I mean that that is the ultimate goal. I think a constant conversation that we're having, like just between Steven and I and our manager, Colin, like, and, and the team in general is how do, how do you make, um, 
like keeping the context, like we're two guys in a band from Little Rock, Arkansas, writing songs in my bedroom. Like, so we're like very small, I mean, DIY from the perspective of like, um, you know, we're, we're not working with like big top 40 producers and we're not working in big studios in LA and all that. Um, but like, we've been doing this for a while individually and, and we work with friends that have been doing it for a while. So I mean, it's not like true, you know, bedroom pop or whatever DIY, but um, how do we make commercial, commercially viable, like you, you go turn on the radio and you hear a, a new Katy Perry track and then you hear a Joan track. I want it to be sonically and production value and just overall similar. You know what I mean? Not necessarily like, I want to sound like Katy Perry. I just mean, I want you to, I want it to be indistinguishable to like, oh, this could have been written and recorded by the biggest names in the whole yeah. industry and, you know, recorded in the best view with the best gear. Like, um, because I do think, I do think that our, especially our friends and our team are that caliber. Um, and, I, and I hope that we prove to be in the end, but, um, but that's kind of like the, that's the yearning goal is like, how do we make like commercially viable, accessible pop music that still has that Joan sound. And, and I, when I listen to like bands like Coldplay, like Coldplay can release a song like Paradise or a song with like Jay-Z as a feature, or you listen to like Yellow and it's all, you know, it may sound different song to song, but it's like consistently Coldplay. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that's, I think in his voice, like it's a recognizable voice, you know, it's, you know, it's Chris Martin, the guitar parts, the drum parts, it's just like they're yeah. infused in it. I, I hope, I hope, I don't know that we are, but I hope by you saying that it's somewhat indicative of what we're doing in that you're going to hear my voice on it, which is uniquely Joan. You're going to hear Steven's voice on it, which is uniquely, uniquely Joan. You're going to hear his drum ideas. You're going to hear my melodic, like keyboard parts. Like, so we're like infusing the DNA of Joan in every song. And at the same time, trying to make it like to where a 16 year old who is super into like whatever, you know, um, like a, like a Claro track or something would like it just next to like my dad who is still listening to like classic rock, you know? And so yeah. how do we kind of get all camps in? And so I, that's kind of why we do the retro thing to a certain degree is we want it to be both modern to where we pull in a new crowd and honestly get to introduce, like we've had, sorry, this is long-winded. I get it. Passionate. It's all right. Um, uh, it's going to be do, a, it's going to be a 20 page spread. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me. It's just me the whole time. It's great uh, information though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just think there's been a really interesting few times where we'll be like at a show and we're, we're touring or whatever. And some like really young person, like sub 18 or something like 18 years younger, younger would say like, oh man, I, I hadn't really heard this type of music before, but maybe that song was derivative of like an NSYNC song that mm -hmm. maybe we grew up on or, you know, whatever. And it's like, they didn't, they haven't even heard like that era of boy band music. Right. And so, or like Spice Girls or like these like kind of 90s songs and 90 band, 90s bands, 2000s bands. And so it's like interesting to be writing, like it's not even like 90s are not retro, but they, mm -hmm. they kind of are becoming that. Like the 80s are vintage, now the 90s are becoming vintage. And so it's funny, like we're at the same time that we're hearkening back to something, to some people that's still new, like that's new information to them. And so it's this weird, like, dichotomy of like we're like introducing new stuff to some people but re like revamping old stuff to some people and right. trying to do our thing while we're doing it so anyway I'm done I'm done talking I think you guys did a great job at that too like 
And I read about how you guys like listen to 90s pop while growing up. So do you think there's like a specific band or artist that like influenced your style? Oh, in man. Any way? Several. I, on the top of my head, I mean, I was a huge fan of Third Eye Blind. Um, literally in sync, like their, um, the No Strings Attached record. I remember playing baseball and like we, we would like warm up, you know, before the game. And we're like playing catch and I'd have my like Walkman CD player on and like listening to that record. And so I wanted to be Justin Timberlake, you know, I wanted to be JT, like all those guys. And so, so to cap what I was saying, basically, yes, like third eye blind, a lot of the boy band era stuff. um, And we're just trying to like take, take nuggets of that, like take little man, how did they treat the vocal on that one song? Let's do that. How did, why did third eye blinds melodies just always capture my attention and like how can we like learn from that because we study mm-hmm. we study this stuff like this is um it's like it's like uh being in in school and studying science or math maybe is a better analogy like learning all the building block fundamentals get you to like being able to to figure out the formulas but you have to learn those building blocks so we listen to yeah. music like science i mean it's it's leisure, but it's also like, I'm listening to go, how did they get that kick drum to sound like that? How, why, why did that vocal melody like make, make me get excited? Like, and so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even do you have any nineties, two thousands bands that you. Yeah. I mean, we, I, it felt like we were a little bit all over the place as far as like influences went, but they all like came together really well. Like, I mean, like jewel and, uh, <laughs> and, you know backstreet boys and nsync obviously but even like did you say third eye blind like third eye blind was a big one for one you know one of the songs so yeah it's also my last diatribe um it's also interesting when i think back to music at that era like um pop music then i feel and this isn't one of those like the older you get you're like music back in my day was the best i don't Uh mean like this i mean like music back then i feel like was more diverse (laughs) Yeah, I don't mean I, I don't mean racially. I don't mean any sort of like um like identity kind of thing. I mean like genre. Just sonically. Yeah, yeah. Like you could have a jewel song next to a third eye blind song, next to like a like a Tim McGraw country song that crossed over on the radio, next to like a Christian song that would cross over the radio. So it just felt like less people trying to do the same thing. I think yeah. diversity of genre was celebrated a bit more. So that that kind of felt natural to us to just be like, let's pull from here. Let's pull from here. Let's pull from here. And it can kind of conglomerate into one, one thing. So. Yeah. It was really well, like, like both cloudy and partly cloudy. I think like each of them have such a great like sound to them. That's unique to them, to me at least. So you guys did a really well job like doing all of that. And I recently saw that you guys hit 1 million monthly listeners on Spotify. So congratulations. Thank you. Really cool. Do y'all have any like specific goals for 2021, like music wise or personally? I mean, man, Steven, I, I want to tour. Of course. <laughs> Touring would get... be fun. You can't um, wait till concerts band. come back. I know. Us either. Yeah, I think uh, we would, we're like having a great time writing and I would love to see us release, a, you know, a healthy amount of songs this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly the number, but I would like to see us like just release more than more than we have in a while. So yeah, it'd be fun. Okay. To anybody who hasn't heard your music before, is there like a setting you would describe that would like match the mood of your songs? Oh, mm. 
Well, I think it depends on the the like EP you listen to. Yeah, true. Um, That's a really good question. Oh gosh, I think a lot of our music. God, this sounds so cliche, but like, like drive all night. Mm -hmm. We literally wrote with the thought in mind of like you're in a car with the top down or the windows down, like driving with the person you love or your friend. You know, like yeah. So. I mean, we we try to write songs from like that that kind of question, like where where would this take place in someone's mind? Like that, where would this take someone thematically? And I think a lot of our, I mean, obviously a lot of our songs are about like the ebb and flow of love, um, because like it's such a crucial like fundamental thing in humanity. Like yeah finding love, loving your family, loving your friends, loving your significant other, all that stuff. So a lot of our songs revolve around that with different twists and turns. So um, I would, I would say like a lot of our songs are either like I envision holding hands with someone mm -hmm. or, or letting go of someone like one of those two, you know, like obviously broken hearted is a sad song, but um, anyway, but yeah, I don't know. That's I funny. think, I think partly cloudy um, is probably the most different like scene from all of our other music like I, I can see like you're like in your apartment or whatever it's like raining outside you have like a little fire going or something and you're just you're just like just like home and you're just like there and and it, maybe it's a little bit of a sad mood but like that's what I keep kept seeing whenever we were making part of cloudy and, and like and and kind of putting the EP together we're just like it feels a little bit like home and I, I really mm -hmm. like that and I, I think it's also like we've always like when we first started, everyone thought because we didn't really have a lot about us out there in like 2017, 2018 and like bio wise. And a lot of people just assumed we were like L.A. based, New York based, London based, mm -hmm. wherever. Not definitely not Little Rock, Arkansas. That would have been like nowhere on the list. Um, but I, I've always kind of like prided us on that, like that we have. I hope we have like a big city music feel, <laughs> even though we're just two oh, two yeah. guys from a, two guys from a small state. And so I always imagine like New York in our songs. Like I could see, I don't know, I don't know why, but so that's kind of a a goal, I guess, in our writing is to make it feel like big big city. That sounds so country. I definitely see that though. Like I <laughs> I feel that when I listen to it too. That's good. good. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you, so, feel, you hear you hear a uh, little rock. That's what you hear when you listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if this is kind of like not really music based, but like if there was a mo movie based on your duo, who would you cast to like play each other? Ooh. Well, I would definitely cast Brad Pitt for me, not because I feel like I look like him. I just want to look like him. So I would hope that oh, other gotcha. would see see him and then see me at that point. And I'm. Mine would definitely be uh, Danny DeVito. Oh, <laughs> I love Danny DeVito. He's my, he's my, uh, my you're spirit. About same, you're about the same height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's me in two years. So that, that probably lines up right. Steven's just shrinking by the, by the <laughs> I love that. It's okay. I haven't grown since like fifth grade. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what a duo, Danny DeVito and Brad Pitt. That is a, hey, it, that is a cast. It'd be, it'd be an interesting movie. I'd watch it. 
Oh yeah, in like a heartbeat, I'd watch that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there would be one that like Arnold Schwarzenegger's in as well. <laughs> like, <laughs> random people. Anyway, good. Um, okay, similar to like a random question, like if you were to remake any song in the world, could be like an old song or a new song. Which would it be? Mm. Ooh, we've never gotten this question before. Remake any song in the world. Oh my god. Oh man. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I put you in the spot. Oh, oh, I'm gonna get it. Huh. I would say that it's not the same answer, and I we couldn't do it better. But like a song that I wish I would have written, which mm-hmm. I kinda I guess would be the same essence, is um I mean Boys of Summer by Don Henley, like one of the greatest songs ever written and every time i listen to it i'm like golly i wish i would have thought thought this one up um of course it was released like in the 80s but um <laughs> that, I, that, I think that would be one of my top answers for sure i think yeah um i don't know oh i don't know either that's so it's hard to pick one it's true sometimes it's like it's so good you don't want to remake it like i get that yeah. too that's yeah. true yeah because i yeah that that couldn't be my answer because i don't want to remake Boys yeah of- it's perfect how it is perfect yeah i guess that makes sense oh my god yeah what's a what's a song you hate alan and you wish you <laughs> <laughs> sometimes i listen to our older songs and go oh man it'd be nice to remake this one now with uh-huh. the knowledge that we have but that's true uh, but uh oh man i'm gonna have to pass on this one because i genuinely like it would take me I would obsess over this question for like three days. I'm not going to lie. Uh, so I've I like know thought about this too. I was like, I don't yeah. know if I could pick one song specifically. I know. There's so many good songs. I do hear a lot of songs I couldn't name any right now, but that I listen to and go like, how did a major artist release this and it sound this bad? Not that the song's bad. But oh like yeah, I get that. Production uh-huh. or something. It's like, how did they, how did this mix pass the quality test? I don't understand. Anyway, but. That's another question, I guess. I'm sorry. I don't have an answer. I, I, <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> and then uh, lastly, what I have is um, if things were to open back up and you were to go back on tour, is there like a city or a country you guys are looking forward to like going to or visiting? I can't, I can't wait to get back to Asia just in general. Um, we did a, a Far East tour um, last fall, not last fall, 2019 fall and like hit philippines thailand singapore we were supposed to do um hong kong but it was around the time that all the protests were going on so that mm-hmm. festival got canceled but um and man i mean gorgeous cities and completely kind wonderful warm people um that somehow know about our tiny little uh indie pop group from little rock Arkansas. <laughs> but um so i i can't wait to go back to asia i think that Asia holds a special place in our hearts, especially those places we've, we've toured to before. So. I, um, I really miss Germany actually. I've been thinking about Germany a lot and, uh, and I kind of fell in love with Boston on the last tour. Mm. We hadn't been, we hadn't been able to see a lot of Boston, like whenever we would go there. And um, we did like the last time, the last time we were on tour, we got to like hang out there for a bit and, I want to go back, man. Man, me too. Yeah, well, thank you guys so much for doing this. And oh, honestly, thanks for like, having us. When you guys do go back on tour, I'm definitely gonna 
if you come to Dallas, I'll be there. All right, we'll oh, come to Dallas for sure. Sick. We'll Absolutely. Thank well, you. thank so you for doing you. this. It's nice to meet you guys too. You guys have incredible music and you guys are always killing it. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. So good to meet you. It's yeah. nice to meet you too. Have, have a good, good day. Good. You too. Bye. Bye. See ya.